Welcome to Tough Cookie Talks. I'm your host, Jenna Josephowski, but you can call me Jenna J. I'm a semi-retired professional dancer, dance teacher and yoga teacher, turned certified personal trainer and kettlebell instructor who helps active women learn to lift and get strong with equal parts challenge and compassion. After years of working in the fitness industry, I got sick and tired of watching people, including myself, run themselves into the ground trying to uphold the narrow-minded image of what our culture sees as healthy and fit. But instead of giving it all up, I decided that I'd rather change the game, call out the BS, extract the good, and help others learn to use movement as a way to build themselves up rather than tear themselves down. On this podcast, we'll explore the intersection of fitness and anti-diet culture and all the gray areas in between. We'll let go of shoulds and judgment and dig into tough conversations with curiosity. Things get pretty spicy around here. So grab your headphones and let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to episode 13 of Tough Cookie Talks. Today we're going to have a conversation about how to figure out what kind of support you need when it comes to your fitness. Something that's been happening to me a lot lately is I will get a potential new client, send me a message, and they will know exactly how they want to work with me. They're like, okay, well, I want to work with you twice a week. How much would that cost? I want to do just your DIY program. How much is that per month? Everybody seems to be very interested in how often or what type of service they want to purchase and invest in. Oftentimes that is based on a price thing or maybe just like a certain idea that they have in their head about what that thing means. And rather than just be like, sure, twice a week with me costs this much, DIY costs this much, I'd like to dig a little bit deeper and ask questions. Things like, where are you right now in your relationship with exercise? What does movement look like for you right now? What are you hoping to accomplish from working together? What's your end game? This all matters because in many cases, and I say this about so many things, oftentimes we think we want a certain thing and what we want is actually not that thing, but the feelings that we think that thing will bring. And we have a lot of assumptions about a lot of different things when it comes to our fitness, what it means to be somebody that has a personal trainer, what it means to be following a DIY strength training program that you pull up on your phone. And that's not necessarily always the thing that's going to set people up for success. So I'm going to share a story about how this whole conversation really got started and what caused me to reevaluate the sorts of services and options that I was bringing to potential clients. So true story, over the past year or so, I have actively discouraged a lot of people from signing up for my DIY strength training program. And to be honest, on many occasions, I've actually considered pulling it away from my offerings altogether. Now, a lot of people wonder why I might be considering this because on a service level, DIY fitness programs seem like they could be a really affordable and accessible option for a lot of people. 
but this is not necessarily always the case. So something that I want you to know is that you've ever signed up for some kind of DIY fitness offer. And I think a lot of us did this in 2020. I mean, one that doesn't include coaching, but you never actually used it. You're not lazy and you're not unmotivated and there's nothing wrong with you. Okay. What you probably needed was a different kind of support. I cannot emphasize this enough. And one thing that I want to say right now, just open apology. If you are one of the lovely humans who bought my tough love strength DIY, the uncoached DIY program that I offered last year and you never used it. I'm sorry that that was the case for you. And if you canceled your membership, I'm actually really glad that you did. And I hope that you found something that worked better for you because there's nothing that I hate more than seeing somebody pay for something and then they never actually log in and use the thing. And something that really sucks about the fitness industry and what a lot of people who work in the fitness industry won't tell you is that it thrives off of people who pay for memberships to things they actually use. This is the bulk of what happens at big box gyms that have low membership rates and they have all these people paying for gym memberships and they're just like, oh, well, it's only this much money. So it doesn't really make a difference if I never go. And it actually does because the problem with this is those small amounts of money add up over time. $15 monthly online yoga subscription here, $20 cheap gym membership there. Sometimes we hold on to these things in hopes that we'll actually become the person who enjoys those things. But the truth is the only thing that's worse than spending an ass ton of money on fitness related stuff is spending a small to moderate amount of money on stuff that you're never going to use. And I think a lot of us do that. And when I say an ass ton of money, I will be honest. I mean it. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but did you know that the average personal trainer costs 50 to $150 an hour? Google it if you don't believe me. Ask Alexa. That's a pretty common range. And I say that this is an ass ton of money, not because I think that it's wrong for personal trainers to charge that much. When you hire a personal trainer, you're not just paying for the one hour that you spend with them. Quick story time. I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I'm a dance teacher too, as many of you know this. And back in the day, this was like circa 2007. I think I had a parent of one of my students ask me for private lessons. And at that point in my career, in 2007, I was charging $60 an hour for a private lesson. And I told her how much it cost. And she was like, a dollar a minute? You're charging a dollar a minute for a private lesson? And she made me feel really awful about it. And I'll be honest, like when you put it that way, it, it's not cheap. You're right. It's not. But what you need to remember, please keep this in mind, no matter what kind of professional you're hiring, be it a personal trainer, a dance teacher, or anybody else, you're not just paying for that one hour. 
You're not paying for those minutes. You're paying for the countless hours of continuing education, in some cases, even full-on college degrees that they've completed. Not to mention hours that we spend on the side programming workouts for you, reading books about how trauma affects pain and messaging back and forth about your squat stance, talking to you about why your sleep has been crap, how you're recovering from your car accident, your new job, your upcoming wedding. All shit that I've done for my clients, by the way. If you're working with a good personal trainer, you definitely occupy way more of their brain space and time outside of that one personal training session. So is it cheap? No, it's not. Are you getting a lot for that individual session? Hell yes, you are. Do you necessarily need that? multiple days a week for the rest of your life in order to make the most of fitness? Also, no. And that's one of the reasons I restructured some of my coaching packages personally the way that I did, because I was noticing a few patterns. Number one, most of my clients are not rich housewives who have the kind of budget to spend like $600 a month on personal training which is what it would cost if you were training with me multiple times per week. Most of my clients actually also need some sort of coaching outside of their personal training sessions, outside of the movement to figure out what's getting in their way when it comes to working out on their own. Think about this for yourself for a second. Have you ever decided that you were going to work with a personal trainer and you went to your sessions and you were able to be accountable during that time and do the thing. And then you couldn't figure out how to work out on your own outside of it. That's not necessarily what you want. I'm pretty sure of that. Other thing that I noticed is that most people don't have the experience or knowledge necessary to follow a DIY strength training program on their own with zero access to a coach. And I have a feeling that some of you probably fall into that camp too, where you paid for some kind of PDF program or something that you could log into without coaching, but you didn't know what to do with it or you had questions or there was shit that was getting in your way. Another thing that I realized as I began to do more of this work is that most people can learn how to become more self-sufficient with their training when given the knowledge and the ability and the time to put it into practice with a little bit of guidance. That's the good news. And that's what I'm here to try to help you do because I don't want my clients to need me to be present, to get a solid training session in at least not forever. And so I'm no longer interested in just giving someone a good workout. I also want to teach you how to recreate that experience for yourself. This is why my online group coaching program, Tough Love Strength Club, was created and exists either as a standalone service or in conjunction with some of the other services that I offer in person, virtual training, stuff like that. Because to me, it's like the strength training equivalent of teaching a person to fish rather than just spoon feeding them every single thing. But Regardless of whether you're interested in that program, whether you ever decide to work with me or any other trainer, I want you to know this. 
If your personal trainer isn't also teaching you the what, why, how of the things that they're asking you to do in a one-on-one session, then they're training you to be dependent on them. Chew on that for a second. I don't know about you, but I don't want my clients to need me forever. I'm sure you probably don't want to need your personal trainer forever either. If you continue to work with me, my clients who continue to work with me for years, and some of them do, it's often because they enjoy the time that we spend together. So I don't want to discount that. That can be really valuable. But again, I feel that it should be a want to be there sort of thing versus a need to be there sort of thing. And I really hope that anyone that you choose to work with feels the same. But regardless of that, I want to talk about some of the things to consider when it comes to what you need to know in order to be successful in various types of strength training settings. So let's talk about one-on-one personal training. One-on-one personal training is likely for you if you've never really been an active person before, if you're starting from square one you're not familiar with what it's like to go into a gym or work out on your own. You've never really done any sort of movement before. In that case, some one-on-one guidance is likely going to serve you a lot. It's also for you if you're navigating some sort of physical limitation and need help figuring out how to find variations of standard exercises to work in your body. I say that with a caveat, I don't mean if you're navigating an injury. If you're seriously injured and you haven't fully recovered yet and or completed physical therapy, you definitely wanna make sure you do that before you go and hire a personal trainer. Personal trainers are not physical therapists. But that being said, if you've been cleared for an activity after PT and you've just got some stuff going on in your body and you need to find some different variations, one-on-one might be for you. One-on-one's also for you if you feel like you don't have very good body awareness and need someone to help you learn how to feel things in real time. We all have different natural types of intelligence, and one of those is simply having like a kinesthetic awareness, that proprioception of where your body is in space. If that's something that you have a hard time feeling or being aware of, one-on-one personal training can be really, really helpful for you in that way because your trainer can talk you through what things need to look like and feel like in real time. One-on-one personal training is something that's going to be helpful for you if you have some big mindset blocks around exercise. Either you have trouble getting yourself to do it, can't seem to allow yourself to take rest, have a complicated or even traumatic history with it, Side note, I will say that personal trainers are also not your therapists. So keeping that in mind, there may also be some things that you need to work through in that setting as well. But if you're dealing with some mindset shit, one-on-one could be helpful for you when it comes to working out. And then the last one is simply that you like the idea of forming a closer relationship with your coach and you want to have more personalized interactions with them. This is more of the want to as opposed to a need to. And I think a place where a lot of my clients have gotten where maybe you do your thing on your own a lot of times, but you really like that idea with 
just coming back to another human and learning new shit and having that personalized time with them. So that's all if you would do better with a one-on-one personal trainer. Now, you would probably do well in a small group or templated training program that comes with coaching if the following things are true for you. And before I dive into this one, I want to be clear that what I'm not talking about here is group fitness classes. That's a completely different thing. That's something that you can drop into, pick and choose, show up to here and there. When I talk about a small group program, what I'm talking about is either an online or in-person program that occurs for a specific period of time where you're following either some sort of coached curriculum or you're following the same training program together with a group of people. So that's something different than group fitness classes. Know that that's what I mean when I talk about this. But anyway, so first one is that you have a track record of working out on your own and tend to enjoy movement in general. So Group program might be for you if you can count on yourself to make it to the gym or get some other kind of movement in on a regular basis without a whole lot of trouble. This might also work for you if your goal from strength training is pretty general. You're just trying to overall get stronger, to achieve some mental health benefits, to learn some new things, but you're not working towards anything really specific. Group work is for you if you find certain exercises challenging and you need a little bit of help navigating them, but you don't have a problem with most movements. So generally speaking, if you look at a workout that has like, you know, some squats and some pushups and some deadlifts and, you know, just a couple of different exercises here and there, you're mostly good with them, but you're like, oh, these squats feel kind of funky for me. I'm not getting as far down as I like. Can you help me with that? Yes, that could likely happen for you in a group setting. It's also for you if you have decent enough body awareness. So if you can follow simple instructions and generally understand what it feels like to apply verbal or written cues, AKA if I tell you just generally straighten your elbow or keep your heels on the ground, you would be able to apply those things without much trouble. You like to have the security of a coach to reach out for for form checks if you need them and ask questions, even if you don't always have a ton of them. You just like the idea of having a human that you can check in with, even if it doesn't happen very often. A group coaching program might be for you if you sometimes have some mindset shit that comes up with your relationship to exercise and you're not sure how to navigate it, aka I'm sore today, should I push through or should I rest? Or the things like, I know I don't want to subscribe to diet culture anymore, but I can't help but feel disappointed that my jeans feel tight today. Help. That sort of thing. It's also for you if you like the idea of forming community and don't mind sharing the coaching experience with other people in that group. All right, so let's talk about the DIY program now because there are a lot of these floating around on the internet. These are pre-planned workouts that don't come with coaching. Some people offer these in form of a program that you can just log in and have access to workouts on your own. Um, or it might simply be like a PDF program or a download or an ebook or something like that. 
to be successful with something like that, here's what you need to know and have in place. You have previous experience with strength training. You've worked with a trainer who has taught you a lot, either one-on-one or in a group setting, or you have an experienced workout buddy, like a best friend, or maybe a partner who's a trainer, or maybe you're even a coach yourself. DIY programs are great for people like this. Your goals are aligned with a DIY program that you're purchasing. And this is something that we'll maybe talk about in greater depth at a later time, but there are DIY fitness programs for all sorts of levels with all sorts of focuses that work with all different kinds of equipment and different coaching styles and different movement methodologies and blah, blah, blah. So if you're going to do one of those, you want to make sure that your goals are aligned with that. DIY programs may also be for you if you've always had a healthy relationship with exercise or have already done that work to get to a better place with it. And then something else to consider is that you actually enjoy the solitude of working out on your own and don't really need much guidance in that way. So having that in mind, I'm going to throw out a couple of other things that you'll want to have a good understanding of if you're going to try to DIY something like strength training. So you'll want to have a clear understanding of when it's time to increase or decrease the weight when you're lifting. You want to understand how to make an exercise more challenging or less challenging in other ways too, ones that don't just involve how much weight you're lifting. You'll want to understand how long to rest in between sets and why you might be choosing that amount of rest. You'll want to know how to choose a different exercise if the equipment you want is taken or if you're working out from home and don't have a whole lot of equipment to choose from. You'll want to understand how many reps and sets to do of each exercise and why you might choose different rep and set schemes, aka not always just three sets of 10 just because. You'll want to know how to use different tempos when you lift and why they might be beneficial for your goals, aka why you might want to move through an exercise quicker or slower and how that might help you in different ways. You want to know when your excuses, and I'll put those in air quotes, are truly excuses or their actual barriers or red flags to watch out for, aka Are you avoiding doing those 12 to 20 bodyweight lunges that your coach programmed for you because endurance work is hard and you're avoiding that? Or is it because you slept like garbage and you probably need to go home and go to bed? That can be difficult to navigate. Like, is this real? Do I need to rest? Or is this just some mental fuckery that's coming up? You'll want to really be clear with where you are with those sorts of things. You feel neutral about your workout performance. That's another one. You don't make a meaning out of feeling sweaty or sore, and you don't let that dictate how quote unquote good you feel your workout was or how good you are as a person. Okay. So all of those things that I just mentioned are things to keep in mind. If you think you're going to DIY your strength training. So think about each of those categories, whether you're best suited to a one-on-one setting, a group setting, or if you can go out and do this on your own. 
Because as I mentioned, it's important to know where you are so that you can stop wasting time and money on fitness services that aren't serving you. And then get yourself into a place where you can actually start doing things that make a difference. And the most important thing that I want you to know is that none of these categories are better or worse. Okay. And just because you fall into one box now doesn't mean that you won't be in a different place later. And just because you can get by with less support from a coach doesn't mean that you might not sometimes choose to have more support. The important thing to remember is if you're paying for more access to a coach, a personal trainer right now, they should ultimately be helping you get to a place where you eventually need less of their support the longer that you work with them. These are all reasons that I created my online group coaching program, Tough Love Strength Club, and why I include it as an option to bundle with my one-on-one personal training services so that you can learn the what, the why, the how of strength training and start to take the guesswork out of what to do when you work out on your own so that you can eventually be the type of person who purchases a DIY strength training program and does great with it. And that you're the type of person who feels comfortable going into the free weight section of the gym and doing your own thing. Like even if the gym bros are all there out to play. And so if you're somebody who wants to feel more chill around exercise, to ditch some of the bullshit fitness rules that you've been following, to learn to lift smarter and to get strong without a side of diet culture, Tough Love Strength Club, my online group coaching program is opening for enrollment this spring. We'll have an April kickoff. Doors are going to open later this month if you're listening in real time, but the wait list for that program is actually open right now. If you go to the show notes, you can enter your name and email, get on that wait list for first dibs on enrollment, a free two week trial and a discount as well. So again, check that out. You can learn more about that program via the link in my show notes and get on the wait list there as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day, rest of your week, and we will talk soon. Thanks again for tuning into Tough Cookie Talks. I'm so glad you're here. If you want to learn more about me and how we can work together, visit my website, itsjennaj.com or follow and tag me on Instagram at itsjennaj. I would love to hear from you. If you liked this episode and want to hear more, make sure that you click subscribe and follow along so that you don't miss a single show. Then take a moment and leave me a five-star rating and review so we can help this podcast and this message reach even more people. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.